Super Talk Mississippi media production. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. And, of course, you can always find us, too, on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch good things. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV and have to say welcome to the Twilight Zone. I wish we had the music. Is that the Twilight Zone? <laughs> it's Sounds that like it. strange week where you don't know which day it is. You're probably very unproductive. If you are at work, you may be a tad bit disgruntled. Um, and it's just that really odd space and time. It happens every single year because Christmas never really fall unless Christmas is on Christmas Eve falls on a Thursday and Christmas Day falls on that Friday. That is the only sort of setup that kind of leaves you with a normal week after every other option. Pretty much, I guess, if Christmas is on Saturday, it's not as awkward. But any other option kind of leaves you with this weird. So 2025 will be gray a good area. Yeah, because then you get a four, like a, I know we all get four day weekends, but it's not, it's a weekend. So then your next week before New Year's kind of kicks off, you know, on a Monday and it's kind of natural. The next couple years to 2025 is going to be real wonky for a lot of folks. Anyway, it just throws you, you're just not, you're not, you don't have your feet back under you. Like if you had a big blowout yesterday for Christmas, whether you went to it or hosted it, and then you had to get up and maybe you know, start life as normal today, it's just odd. Like it just feels strange. I don't know why Christmas feels different than, say, well, Thanksgiving's always on Thursday and then you get that Friday sort of off. Fourth of July can end up on a on a random day the same way but the day after doesn't feel as awkward as like the day after christmas having to go back to normalcy if it's not on a kind of weekend or weekday the kids being out of school really throws you for a loop too but anywho anyone else other than me get scratch offs for Christmas from your family. I think that's become like one of the more fun for those that are 18 and older. Or do you have to be 21 and older? 21 and older. (laughs) If you're 19 and 20, keep it to yourself. Let somebody else go cash that in for you. But 21 and older. (laughs) 
it's become like a great stocking stuffer, family kind of gathering, dirty Santa gift, that kind of thing. I feel like scratch-offs really get a boost in sales around this time of year because it's fun. What? I mean, you spend a dollar, two dollars or five dollars, probably max. And everyone has that moment of fun where you get to see if you get to scratch off. So that we did that. Except I held on to mine because my husband's the type who needs to know immediately if you won. And so just the fact that he knew there was potentially $40,000 to be won in our home and I was just delaying whether to know or not was driving him insane. So I held off as long as humanly possible and watched him squirm every morning. <laughs> you going to do your scratch off today? Maybe if I feel if I feel like it. So finally I did it. And I'll have to say, please respect my privacy during this time as I collect my five dollars worth of winnings. <laughs> <laughs> as I reevaluate how I want to move forward with my life with my five dollar advancement in in income it's fun though to see like to match and to match a number or whatever uh it may be that's why i don't get the people that just scratch off the little barcode and go up to the thing and scan it to see if they like that takes away the whole fun of having a scratch oh you can do that that's not fun to which my husband said like so are you gonna take are you gonna cash it in are you gonna take it in and then get you know, what is it? Two twos and a one or Double one five. Or nothing. Let's or, see what we got. So let's see what we got. And <laughs> I was like, I don't know what I will do with it. I will just hang on to it for a little while, to which he was not excited about. More than likely, I mean, give it to him. Let him do whatever he wants to with it. I do not have the space and, like, mental capacity to take it in to sort of – but I've never bought one. So that's all strange to me to, like, take it – because I guess can you – can you ca- like? Do you have to go cash in the five and then take the five, or is it like? Can- it can all be a part of the same transaction usually. So, but did you? But I didn't make the trade. Like I didn't buy them. So, like if I take it, if I take the one that says I won, can I take that to a convenience store? Oh yeah. And then like, so is there? You a- hand it to them. If you got a five dollar winner, you hand them the ticket or the scratch off. They hand you back five bucks, or you go, hey, give me two two dollars and a dollar bill. Or give me two of these and one of these. Or give me one of those. Alvin said that's mean. It's not mean. It was my scratch-off. If I didn't want to scratch-off the scratch-off until, you know, next year when it expired, it was my gift. It is his issue that he cannot wait for someone else to, uh, that he he does not have the patience to allow someone else to do whatever it is that they want to do with their particular gift. It wasn't his scratch-off. It wasn't our scratch-off. It was my scratch off. And so it just bugged the bejesus out of him that there was a scratch off there that had potential and I was not getting to it fast enough to which delayed the process of me doing it much longer. And yes, I got incredible amounts of enjoyment out of it and it was all in good fun. I mean, nobody was actually that anxious, but he probably was on the inside. I mean, just a little bit, a little bit anxious. And I was like, the chances of you actually winning are slim to none in my, my mind. So, you know, what's what's waiting one more day? I mean, you got see it. pretty good odds of winning a free ticket the, or five bucks. The scratch offs. But that's how they get you. Right. They get you. Keep coming yeah, back. It's, in. it's 
much slimmer odds to win the grand prize. Well, uh, Maryland, so this isn't a scratch off, but this is a great story about a lady in Maryland. She won, she got winning lottery numbers, but it came from a very odd place. It came from her car repair form. So I've always wondered people who choose their own numbers, like what inspires your numbers for the lottery? Because that's different. You can go in and let them generate your numbers correct, or Mm -hmm. you can give them however many numbers it is for this woman it was five dollars so she was going in and she noticed when she was having filling out her car repair form that there was a five digit number on the claim and so she decided to just take those five digits and then put them towards a lottery ticket and it won her fifty thousand dollars my mind is how often do you have to or she did the pick five ticket in maryland and so my thing is though how do you like? At what point do you see five digits? How okay? Let me let me rephrase that. How often are you playing the lottery that a five-digit number jumps out at you as a potential lottery ticket? Probably a pretty big part of your day or week if it's if it's jumping off the page at because you. Because like, I have oh, never my lucky numbers, right? I have never just been filling out a form. That all has like your number such and such and such today or whatever it may be and thought to myself, well, that's five digits. Let's go on over to the convenience store and slide those on in and see if it would win anything. I mean, it it worked out in her favor. She won $50,000 on, De- on the December 17th drawing. And, of course, she shouted and got all excited that she had won. But most. It'd be hard not to be excited when you get $50,000. I totally agree. I was kind of excited about five. I mean, I don't know how much I'm going to do with it, but I don't know if I'll do anything past being excited about it, but there you go. It's still fun to win. So I just, most, but most people, I would assume, painting with broad brush, but you tell me if you're one who gets inspiration for your lottery numbers from other places. It's usually sentimental. Like, I feel like it's birthdays, wedding dates, lucky numbers, uh, jersey numbers. Whatever it may be that comes together for the five, rarely, I would think, that you get random inspiration from. Now, I've heard folks like I was going to get my car repaired, stopped by and got a ticket and then won. But I don't I think this is the first time I've heard. I just saw five random numbers in a cloud and decided that these would be my lottery tickets. But I don't play very often, but when I do play, I usually just let them generate it. But the one time I did pick out my own numbers, I was tempting fate because I was using the numbers from the TV show Lost. And the guy won with those numbers in Lost, but it seems like he was cursed after he won. Oh, have you ever seen the show uh, The Lottery Ruined My Life? And it's like big lotteries, little lottery, little lottery, big lottery, little lotteries, all the lotteries. In That's a weird. Those are weird two words to say again. Little lottery. Doesn't matter for some, you know, it's not, it doesn't always end sort of well. So that's what I'm trying to do with my $5. I'm trying not to let my $5 lottery winning over the Christmas holidays wreck my life. I'm just trying to keep it in perspective. Just gotta stay grounded. I gotta stay. (laughs) I've got to stay grounded. Darren and Jackson said if I would have hit the jackpot, it probably would have become his. No. No, we'd have went to food. No, we'd have thought about that. <laughs> we made a lot. Exactly. Ruin my, lottery ruin my marriage would have been the name. <laughs> Not really. Maybe. I don't know. Stick with us. We got more for you up next.
making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. To good things. Don't forget you can stream us live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. Of course, you can always find us too on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And don't forget our Supertalk Mississippi news team is covering your Mississippi stories. If you want to stay up to date on those, then sign up for our free weekly newsletter. All you got to do is go over to supertalk.fm slash newsletter. All right, daytime TV. That was part of the care package back in the day when you were sick home sick from school or faked homesick from school, whichever way it may be. The old if, thermostat on the light bulb. If you, if you figured, don't go too high or it gets really, it, really unbelievable. It gets really unbelievable. You had to know exactly how to cough, when to do it. Or it was your summer vacation to-dos at your grandparents' house when it was too hot to be outside and they brought you in for your cheese sandwich and your soup for lunch. Or if you're just hanging out at home during this weird twilight week of summer va- of winter vacation or I guess holiday vacation at school, you would always find yourself watching daytime television, especially if you were left in the care of anyone over the age of 50 at that, that particular the 80s or and 90s. Something the younger generation will never understand is you didn't always have something interesting to watch all the time. No, but one of those for the last, I guess, 31 years was Mari Povich. Am I saying that correctly? Oh, yeah. He is 84 years young, and he hosted the daytime talk show Mari, Mari for 31 years. It was most sa- famous for segments where it would host, would announce the results of paternity test with the catchphrase obviously you are the father you're not the father and you if you watched i mean it's not like you were watching riveting tv like you recognized that there was probably some scripting to it of some capacity and then you really wondered what what type of individual chose that route but i guess if you don't have the funds to do it and not well in fairness maury was a little bit more respectable than say jerry springer who also had a good run was part of oh, your yeah. care package in that way. What made him more respectable? Not the Maury not, being more respectable. Like, was it just uh, because Maury didn't do all the things that there Jerry had fights? on the show? So you're saying there was the fights. There wasn't the ad in. You never had a Maury Povich too hot for TV video collection. Gotcha. So it, they, he at least kept it between the ditches of. You come in, you share your story, and then you leave knowing who the father was. Right. When the show first started, was that was the not, premise? You were not the father. It was it was a generic, much like all of them, even the Jerry Springer show. It was a generic talk show. And then it where just you had needed a niche. Come in, yeah. Well, you have one. You have a, a segment like Maury did the "You Are Not the Father," and it was just like a random segment they came up with. And it did gangbusters for ratings. So it's like, well, we need to duplicate that. 
because you sit at home, you think to yourself, well, my life's terrible, but it's not that bad. I mean, let's be honest. The same reason why you watch Jerry Springer. It was like, okay, my family's nuts, but we're not that nuts. Or, oh, gosh, we are. We're not alone <laughs> in that storyline in our family tree. And are we sex. sure that's not ain't so-and-so? <laughs> and then maybe you clicked it on and you're like, oh, my God. I know them. them. What are they doing on TV? <laughs> so uh, I could see it was just a, it's a train wreck. Oh, and yeah. you can't take your eyes away from it. Well, apparently, Maury got the announcement, I guess, uh, not of a lifetime, but one that he normally what he would normally do but for four things he normally wouldn't do it for failing at setting it up but he got to help out the denver zoo and so we have audio clip of it so take yourself back to your childhood and it just got me tickled now we want to thank the denver zoo for everything they do but this is really important when it comes to the orangutan four-month-old cisco barani you are the father. There's always that pause before to build the anticipation. But you got to think about it. If mama's living in the zoo with multiple, you know, it's important to know the bloodline from that. And I think, you know, the animal planet should totally pick up on this. I think this would make for a great spinoff for, for Mari. But I think he's kind of done because he was... Fresh off receiving a daytime Emmy's lifetime achievement honor when he got to do the fun. That's the ultimate test. irony of it is he's he's doing this kind of goofy one off. You are the father for a for a zoo orangutan wearing a tuxedo from an award show. It was but, but it just tickled me. Oh yeah. Someone said I could not watch people celebrating the fact they weren't the one who. I, I mean, it it was not for everybody, right? And you always wondered, like, why is Granny watching this? And oftentimes, your your Granny, whoever you were staying with, weren't. It's like that was all that was on the, the few channels you had prior to all the list of channels. And there's just something. And Granny had gotten upset about something on The Young and the Restless or The Bold and the Beautiful and didn't just, I'm not watching that anymore. And then changed channels and or got up and got busy already starting dinner because that's what they would do. You would have lunch and then clean up and then start peeling potatoes and doing all the things for for supper, dinner, whatever it may be on down the road. Um, and then it just got left on. And you're sitting here like, well, this is just fascinating. And then there's this, the few of you who just genuinely found great entertainment. <laughs> My father-in-law was one. He'd come in from the farm and sit down and just turn on Jerry Springer and just get tickled at himself that there was actually that kind of, uh, you know. Trend. Oh, I vividly remember the week or so where it was, I guess, bad weather or too hot or something. And we were stuck inside. It was like... It wasn't daycare. It was more. Well, it was daycare. It was just staying at a friend's house for the summer and that kind of stuff. And watching TV, all you had was soap operas because we we weren't going to get into the the talk shows. That was just that was too boring. We could at least get some sort of narrative out of a soap opera. And we had the days of our lives holding us hostage to the TV. And I still remember the storyline because the storyline was Marlena. I don't know why I still remember her character name. Marlena was possessed by the devil. <laughs> and she, probably came and back she from threw the, the bad times. guy Stefano, again, another name, why I remember it, threw Stefano off a balcony. 
which I think which that was riveting. Stefano came back. I think the original Stefano just passed away not too long ago. I mean, that was a long love. It's the strangest. They're still strange. I mean, the they're they're still going. And Hope and Bo. Again, why do I why do I remember these names? But rem- I didn't watch this for but more than a week. That was no, no, it's that Hope and Bo were on. Um, Days of Our Lives. Days of Our Lives, which I think, I'd have to go do a little research, but I think once they shifted that to streaming only, I think its viewership really started to tank. Oh, yeah. It's like, no, read the room. Who is watching you? They are not streaming. They are still tied into their antennas and whatever it may be in sort of that way. But you wonder when that. It's hard to put a, a Fire Stick or a Roku in the back of one of those old wood grain televisions. And you also wonder, like, how long will that segment of television last? But, like, talk shows have lasted way past the Maury's and the Jerry's and the, um, Jerry, uh, like, Ricky Lake. Uh, obviously, Oprah was the queen of talk shows. Sally, Jesse, Raphael. Raphael. But you had, like, what is that, the 80s, early 90s? But, oh, like, yeah. everybody had a Montel Williams. They all started in the Aquanet hair, gigantic glasses, shoulder pads era, and they kind of petered out before Y2K. You still have a few on your mainstream um, networks around three or four, but, like, who would have thought that the little girl on E.T., Drew Barrymore, would end up having, like, a talk show during, you know, sort of that time? And then, like, Kelly Clark's, it's like, it's, you know, it's like you've wound up here in your uh, career, and they're not the same as they once were. That was definitely, like, an era. So you wonder, like, will, not talk shows, but... um the daytime shows now the soap operas. Yeah. When will they f- completely like sort of phase out? Because for for some they're holding on, they're holding on pretty strong. Stefano I mean, got is. killed every year. David's dead. <laughs> I mean, he had. It wouldn't surprise me. He was the bad guy, and he came back. They figured out how. It's like how do they sit in a room and say, okay, so he has technically passed. How can we make that untrue? It'd always be like he got away or woke up on the body table double. or it was body double or, you know, whatever. I mean, they would work it in and you would just you'd believe it because why wouldn't you? It's the world of of soap operas in that way. As the world turns is another one. Young and the Restless. Mm-hmm. Days of our lives. And there are four major networks. I'm missing one. Uh, beauty, uh, bold and the beautiful. Somebody's yelling at the. At, what am I missing? Six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. I think those are the four. I think each major network, which would be NBC, ABC, CBS. Who's the other one? And then some came back to like some came first. Yeah, you'd have back to back. And then would have have um, have back to back. All right, well, we're going to be back with you in just a second. More good things up next. These are the days of our lives. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. 
Welcome back to Good Things. Don't forget you can watch us on your computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. Also, don't forget there's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi's YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi if you are on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. Be sure to subscribe. It's free. You can lay the scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and, of course, the good things right here. We're talking about the fun times back in the day when you may have been home from school, or maybe it's how you spent your holiday uh, vacation whenever you were out from school and your parents still had to work, and it was that weird time um, in between uh, holiday break. Maybe you watched a little daytime TV. Yeah, because you only had one helping per day of The Price is Right, which seemed like the only thing worthwhile to watch as a kid on daytime. TV. And then came in Granny's stories, so particularly if you got to hang out with your grandparents during the day or maybe when you were fake sick from school and you got to watch some of those soap operas. Here is a fun fact for you that I did not know. Why are they called soap operas? And I was like, when I was trying to Google it, I was spelling it incorrectly because we don't really say operas here in the South. It's like soap operas. It's like it comes soap operas or stories. As We watch my stories, as your granny probably would say. But apparently in the beginning, some of the major television sponsors were manufacturers for soap and detergents. So which makes perfect sense because who was watching them? Probably the people who were doing the laundry and washing the dishes at the house. So they jumped on being the main uh, advertisers for those particular shows, and they just kind of got coined the soap operas uh, during that day. If you're still watching them, there's only three that remain on, I guess, network television is how you would say it, The Bold and the Beautiful on CBS General Hospital on ABC, and then you've got The Young and the Restless on on CBS, and I guess you, or NBC, or well, it says CBS, it may okay. be NBC, but I don't know. No, the ratings obviously are a fraction of what they used to be just even a few years ago. Do you feel like streaming took away from that? I mean, when they, when they tried to force it onto streaming, yeah, that that pretty much killed it. That killed it, but and someone mentioned too in the seventies you had Dark Shadows was another one that we had um, that we had missed because um, what was the one that went to streaming first? Why well, can't I remember the name of it? It's my parents watched it for years. Bo and what's Days of Our Lives? Days of Our Lives. Um, I can like see Sam's this doing mess, the days. I can see that whatever it may be, uh, but I can't believe um, it's still not running. But it's because they. They messed it up and changed it. But daytime TV kind of took – you had the talk shows. You always had the soap operas. But then don't forget out on the court shows. Oh, yeah. They, they've they taken over. You you have less and less of the the talk show. Like you, talk shows for the 80s and 90s, the host became a celebrity. And now it's like the celebrities are hosting the talk shows. And there are fewer of those – and you have fewer soap operas, so to fill the time, you have Judge Judy and all of her copycats. So she was the first, if I'm not mistaken. Well, she came. I mean, on. you had Night Court, which was court TV, but if I'm not mistaken, that was primetime TV. It wasn't daytime TV. Because there's a difference. Reruns. Yeah. Yes. So it says here, Judge Judy. She's obviously syndicated. Um, or maybe she's not. Well, to 2021 was her last. So from 96 to 21, so it's 25 years, she, I guess, held the queen. She was the queen. Well, it's no longer a little-known fact, but for the longest it was a little-known fact that Judge Judy is the highest-paid person on TV. 
Yes, people loved her. Made the most money. And she's not on a lick of social media. She doesn't believe in it. And she just comes in, does her job, and then leaves. Could you imagine if she was like, you wouldn't get away with nothing. But now you've got, you have Judge Mathis, you have the People's Court, you have Divorce Court, you have Judy Justice, I think is one too. There's their family court is one around. Um, Who was the... Apparently, Judge Wapner was the first one with uh, the People's Court. With the People's Court. Who is the one? Um, high, there's There's been so many more through that. I always I liked Judge Judy, but I really didn't buy into some of the other ones. But it's just crazy to me that, again, you would bring your personal business and just. But there I could understand it a little bit more than, like, who's the father of your child. I feel like I would. But because if you have a petty, like if it's most of it was petty court stuff. Yeah. And if you didn't have the means to hire and go through the whatever, then you just took your chances on getting on television. And then you I guess you walked away with like illegal like it was if if Judge Judy said you owed them. I don't think it was legally binding in the same way that like a judicial sentence is i think it was more you both sign a contract to be on there and you have to abide by the contract which means you have to abide by the ruling so because i guess it would get into states where all that sort of so that's how they kind of got around with it andy and mike in uh tishomingo said people's court judge wapner but some of these friends co-workers ex-spouses, whatever it may be, come on with the craziest things. And so many of them involve pets. Oh, yeah. well, Which, And cars? Pets? One, cars? One dirty little secret about the court dramas, or not court dramas, that's different, the the court TV shows. Kind of like the, the MTV VH1 reality shows where it mm-hmm. seems like you keep seeing the same faces pop up time and time again. If you, and I haven't done this, I'm relying on other people that have. If you dig into the the court TV shows, you see a whole bunch of plaintiffs and defendants that are the exact same people having totally different cases argued because they're just friends and they want to be on TV. So they're going to make up a dispute between them that they can have go to court. Is that kind of like folks who make the rounds of reality shows, too? Is that kind of like they go and they audition for them? Because once you've done it one time, you, you kind of have a better feeling of the behind the scenes and what they're looking for for the producers and all this. So you have a you have a leg up on everybody else as far as a little bit of institutional knowledge. The final episode of the People's Court was July 21st of 2023. So it just wow. It is now in syndication. I thought it ended in the early 90s. Mm-mm. I think they changed out. Judge it like um Well that would make sense, yeah. Um, in that way. So it was thirty eight seasons I think they had, roughly looking at Wikipedia. So again, <laughs> you know <laughs> fact check me if you want to. Uh but they were yeah, they were all like small claims cases and it was it was a big hit, obviously. But folks like to see folks argue and then someone like to see a mediator. Folks like to see the and you would always, if you were sitting there watching it with someone else, you would get to debating whether. Oh yeah, you pick which should, side you, you agree pick, with. You would pick which side you would agree with, and then go for it. And then it's amazing how some of these petty personal things could not be 
taken care of outside of court. One thing, though, that, that the People's Court, Judge Judy, all that will teach you. So write this down. This is life lessons. Ready? We don't lend money to friends. Right. Right. Say that. We don't lend money <laughs> to friends. And we don't let friends who have drinking problems drive our vehicles. And we don't. Something about pets. Sage wisdom. Sage wisdom. And if you're not married, don't get a pet together. Go and write that down in your life lessons of things you learned on good things. Because somebody's going to have to be the owner of it whenever. Yeah, but when that happens and you go on the, the court TV shows, you have that moment of, all right. Put the pet down. See who they go to. Isn't there a story in the Bible about cutting a baby in half? <laughs> See which side. <laughs> I mean, that was it was more of a parable, but yes. <laughs> That's it. Just let the let it let it pick. Who does it like better? Go for it. Well, in that instance, it was to determine who the real mother was because you had two people claiming to be the mother of the baby. And well, I, wise King yes. Solomon decided that, well, if we're going to find out the real mother, the real mother is going to care about the health of the child. So the real mother will say, no, 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 just let her have him. You'd hope. You'd hope. Yes. Well, what if the dog just doesn't like what you're wearing that day? Or cat? Will cat choose its rightful owner better than a dog? Uh, not better than a dog, no. Dog's going to go to who it likes best. Yeah. I'm going to be stuck with all the dogs. That wouldn't work. If we, oh, just a little heads up on the ceasefire text line. If if you're carrying on a conversation with previous hosts, they're not going to see it until the next day. Even if they, I mean, if they do see it the next day, it's because they had to scroll back through everything because everybody uses the same text line. Yes. So if you're wanting to get someone later on, like Sports Talk or even Garden Mama or The Handyman, you need to wait till. It's always best to text during the time they're on the air so that they're more likely to see it. Because I will be happy to get into conversation about politics with you, but you're not going to like. <laughs> we all need Jesus is how I would respond to 99.9% of them. But stick with us, though. We got more for you coming up next. Luxury. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. things don't forget we are streaming live over at supertalk.fm we're also streaming from your supertalk app you can always find us too on your local supertalk mississippi radio station if you haven't been over to the good things facebook group you should we even during the holidays we like to post and share good messages there and good headlines one we should offer congratulations to one of our longtime good things listeners and friend jeff tubbs he took my challenge uh, for the m dots 12 days of christmas uh i guess contest and he put in um, he submitted, I guess, a 
uh, a thing for the board, and it won. And so I guess this was back on um, a couple days ago, obviously before Christmas, Friday, Thursday. I don't remember. Doesn't matter. But if you were driving down the road <laughs> during one of the 12 days before Christmas and you saw obey traffic uh, laws and avoid a blue Christmas, then that was a submission by our friend Jeff Tubbs. So congratulations, uh, Jeff, for making it onto the dot big screen and being recognized uh, for that. So I knew we had some creative listeners out there. And, uh, yeah, so congratulations to that. Also, congratulations is in order for Lakia Latika Ward. She is a teacher in Tupelo. She received a re- newly refurbished car but from Midas over the holiday weekend, December 22nd. They restored a car and gifted it to North Gloucester Street to the teacher who works, sorry, at Joyner Elementary School on North Gloucester Street. I'm going to get it right. In no. Tupelo over. Nope, I didn't the get it right. The Midas store is on North the Gloucester Midas, Street. The Midas, so I'm still not getting it right. <laughs> Y'all, it's a weird day. <laughs> Thank you, though. All the good things happening in Tupelo. Let me just say it that way. Congratulations to her, though, and kudos to Midas for recognizing her hard work and gifting her that just in time for the holidays. holidays. And they continue this giveaway each year. Year, which I think is definitely a good thing. You love seeing those um, stories out and about this time of this time of year. Here's another one. Happy retirement. They call her Mama Jean. 90 years young, longtime bus driver. She retired this past. This was her last semester this past year. Imagine that. Because how many kiddos she could have driven around and dropped off, picked up and all the things over her tenure as a bus driver. That is definitely a calling. They say that some some professions are callings and are truly angel wings in disguise. I would have to say that your children's bus drivers definitely needed a Christmas gift. Well, she certainly knows how to handle kids because she has plenty of practice. She's the proud mother of 18 children of her own. Hot dog. She was born and raised in New Jersey. She entered... The career she has spent as a as a driver of 18 wheelers and more. So she's been driving her whole life. She's Finally, a pro. She is a pro. Harrison County School District bus driver is where she worked for nine and a half years. So she started at the ripe age of 81 and then finally retired. What I take from that story, though, is you can always like there's you do not. Well, retirement does not mean like do nothing. So if you still have the ability to get up, go, and do, then get up, go, and do, even if your 9 to 5, 40-hour, whatever professional career finds itself coming to an end. And I do believe that's part of making it to 90 years young or living past what they say that we should be doing. It's just staying active and something that you enjoy. Ooh, I wouldn't want to have to get up, though. Bus drivers have to get up real early to start those to start those routes. So God bless all the bus drivers out there. I think I'd be on it a week. And I'd give up. No, it's not really the kids. For me, it's driving the bus. Have you ever seen me park outside? Oh, yeah. Could you imagine me having to park a school bus? I can imagine it. It's a pretty funny mental picture. I would think it would be fun to welcome them on and wish them off and use the big thing. It would just be... You'd be a great bus driver's assistant. Maybe. 
What if they let you just play with one? Like now that I'm thinking about it. For the right it, price. <laughs> I want to go to bus driver school and just see if I can pass it. Wouldn't that be fun? What other school would you want to go into just to see if you could pass the test? Not like like, like smarts as much as ability. Driving hmm. an 18-wheeler would be fun, too, on a very empty lot with no possible of harming anyone or any structure. I think that would be a lot. Not pulling anything, either. Heavy machinery. I think one of the sign me up. like the race car driving schools, where they yeah. they like you have the, the different formula cars, where they start you off in the the small one and then they step you up to the what middle one. What about the pit crew part? You think you could handle that? I could be the Jack Man. Out of a panic attack right there, like all my wits would go trying to. I'd lose one of the little nuts and just break out into tears. That's why you always have a backup. They tell you, but. Anyway, there's no backup here. Stick with us. You got more coming up next. You got the boys with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I'll meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.